welcome to The Center and the Saint. I'm Alyssa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And um, life is a little intense for me today, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) She had a little, maybe just too much caffeine. I just went to the regular coffee shop and was like, hey, I need an extra shot. And Allison just looked at me and was like, oh, um, well, are you okay? Yeah. (laughs) You seem a little edgy. (laughs) More than normal. Right? So um, apparently I'm cut off again. Yes. Yes. I would stick with a downer like vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. No. So today (laughs) we just thought it would be fun to have a really low-key, funny conversation about, I was considering this the other day and I called Melissa and I was like, what would it be like if we lived like Jesus just for one day? What would our world look like if everybody did that? Oh, wow. I think, think about that. I think my drive to downtown rally this morning, bright and early would not have been so intense. Oh, for sure. Like nobody would care if, first of all, nobody would care if you accidentally cut them off. And then if for some reason they did care because they weren't living like Jesus, we wouldn't even want to throw the, your number one sign, middle finger up at them. (laughs) Or those little fancy words that I use sometimes. Right. I mean, I don't know if we've told y'all this before, but the, your number one, when I, when the kids were little, uh, I would frequently get people that drove by me, blared the horn and would get me the middle finger. And the kids would always be like, mom, what is that person doing? I'm like, oh, they're just telling me I'm number one. <laughs> I'm not sure what that says about me and my driving at the time, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, like we all get a little harried sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we would all be a little calmer and we wouldn't need our thunder shirt oh. like Gypsy. Yeah, y'all, I was in a situation yesterday where I, like, old Melissa came out of the closet, kind of, and honestly, I was still very tame, Um, but the sweet person next to me was, like, rubbing my back and praying for me (laughs) and (laughs) suggesting that I sing a hymn, and I was like, oh, but if I could just smack them real quick. I love that you had so much self-control, though. Like, they thought I didn't have self-control, and I'm like, oh, no, this is self-control. This is major self, (laughs) and self-soothing. You were self-soothing yourself with deep breathing. Yes. And, yeah, all the things. I mean, I wasn't there, but she told me the story, so. I mean, I was like, oh, dear Jesus. Like, breath prayer, right? Yeah, the breath prayer. See, it works. Inhale mercy, exhale grace. Inhale mercy, exhale grace. Smack them. Inhale mercy, exhale grace. See, if we just all could live like Jesus for one day, like what else? We would show kindness, but we wouldn't be doormats. Okay. So this is hard for me, probably because I'm a very intense person without coffee, um, without a double espresso, but I'm really intense. And so I'm a little bit aggressive from what I've been told just naturally. Um, I I like to call it passionate. Oh, no one's ever called me passionate. It's normally (laughs) aggressive, (laughs) but I like that. So I don't know how to go from being like, really? Like there's no middle road for me. Mm -hmm. So I have to turn it all the way off. And then next thing you know, Allison's like, girl, you need to get some good boundaries. And I was like, what? I'm allowed to have boundaries? Well, how do I have boundaries without smacking somebody? (laughs) (laughs) That's why you put boundaries in place. So you don't get to the point where you feel like you need to smack them. And that is the beauty of boundaries that we don't always talk about, I think. 
because yeah. we actually, when we think we're doing something good by just going all in, all whole hog, for what you know, for <laughs> lack of a better thing, then what we're doing is we're basically setting the relationship up for failure. Because yeah. at some point it's going to reach critical mass and you're just going to be angry or they're going to be angry because you're not giving enough or what they think you should. And you're going to be angry because they've t- taken too much of your time and energy and emotional capacity. But really it's our fault for not setting the healthy boundaries. And so we, we create failure, inevitable failure. I was just trying to figure out what that um, saying is. It's something like, be careful of how you let people treat you because um, I guess, no, be careful. How, I don't remember, but basically you're teaching people how they can treat you. Right. And I feel like Jesus was really good at this. You know, if you think about um, the lady at the well, well, he had his people, right? Okay. So let's start there. He had his disciples that he was really invested in and he, he poured into, mm-hmm. he had a small group of people that he did that with and uh, he still took breaks from them and had healthy boundaries <laughs> with them. Cause you know, um, they could be a little sassy and annoying as well. But when it came to the lady at the well or the other people that he was healing, I mean, he came in, he spoke truth, he did his thing and then he left them with that love and encouragement and moved on. So he like dropped a little truth bomb and rolled on. Yeah. But also, can we just talk about that woman at the well for a second? I'm putting you on the spot here, but mm. he did it lovingly and not oh, condescendingly. So what does that look like? Like explain that a little bit. So it, it is totally out of love. So you're caring for someone and you're doing something kind and compassionate out of the goodness of your heart, whatever that is, whether it's taking them a meal or sending them a card or I don't know, you know, driving them to an appointment, but it doesn't mean that after that you have to take them to every appointment and you have to send them a card every single week, or you have to make them a meal every other day. I mean, so he was just, he was, he went in with a, his whole heart. I mean, that's who he is. And if we could just approach, you know, a situation or a person and do something kind out of love and then leave them with that truth and walk away and be okay with it. But I think for us, because we're flawed as humans, you know, Jesus did that so well. And think about the energy. He was able to just sprinkle that little bit of love and truth over so many people. Mm-hmm. And then because he did walk away, I mean, think about if he had kept all those people on his social media and on his meal list and on his whatever list, you know, and he, and he was servicing and doing for those people along with every other person he picked up along the way. He would have run out of steam. Oh gosh. Still, too. I feel like your capacity for this is much larger than my capacity for this. In what way? Well, I feel like you speak into so many people's lives. You write so many cars. You're always doing something for someone. Um, And some of these people, like you hang on to them for a long time. And I know that these people are the ones you're supposed to hang on to just because you have a great sense of what that is. Um, But I feel like, man, I decide, okay, someone needs a meal. Well, gosh, if I bring them that meal, then I'm going to have to like check in 
I have to check in on them. I have to help them out. I have to, you know, and but you what don't. You're, exactly. I love that you're saying that because so many people feel like I can't even start this particular thing or I can't do this one thing because then it's a ripple effect and I have to do it forever. Um, so it's just. Right. So the fear of the investment. Yes. The long-term investment, the commitment gets in the way of doing the one kind thing. And I'm not saying Jesus like just loved you and left you, but <laughs> he always loves you. But when we're serving others, we can only do so much. And if we're only helping one person, we're missing out on all the other people that the Lord places in our path. And there, there always will be you know, along the way, some people that you need to stick with a little bit longer in whatever way, but that's why being in touch with the Holy Spirit and his nudging and leading, but going into it, setting those healthy boundaries is so important. Yeah. And I do think, um, sometimes if you're a people pleaser, you can become an enabler in that situation. Yeah. I think, I think too, we become addicted to being needed. Or the savior. Yes. Uh-huh. Or be right. Being that person, which is completely unhealthy. And so that's another beautiful thing about this, this image of what Jesus did. Like he loved them deeply, cared for them, spoke truth or healed them from whatever. And it changed their lives. This simple act of love and this miracle, which for some people receiving a card or a compliment or a meal out of the blue from a stranger or whatever, um, is a miracle. Yes. And, mm -hmm. and then moving on, but we, we take away, I think from the major impact and the power of that one amazing thing when that we, we, when we, you know, when we just, when we, first of all, when we don't do it. And then when we feel like one isn't enough, we linger yeah, or you linger when you're not supposed to, because then it just gets unhealthy Yeah, and resentful. Whereas if you had just done the one thing, and love them and moved on, it, it would have been beautiful. You'd mm. still be telling that story. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you leave that door open right. as well. You know, I think too, if we lived like Jesus for a day, we would never run out of wine. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> no, sangria forever. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, you'd never have to go to the grocery again for your wine. Or food. Or food, yeah. he just multiply that those fishes and loaves. Oh my gosh, like leftovers for days, y'all. Just think about it, ladies. We would not have to be in the kitchen every single day. We would just he could just take that one chocolate chip cookie and make it 50. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe he didn't gain weight either. I don't know. They don't talk about that in the Bible. I'm just saying all the There's times I've seen him, he's never gained any weight. <laughs> Probably because he has to walk miles and miles and miles oh, for everything. That. But maybe, so maybe that means we should walk more. But we also, he never, ever felt guilty about taking time away from others and resting and talking to God. He never felt guilty about that. Like if we, if we live like Jesus for a day, we just would be like so calm. Oh, <laughs> the opposite of what I was when I came in today. Yeah. Aww. I'm rubbing her back. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wouldn't need lattes. I know. I just felt like it was a treat because I had to go. Y'all listen to this story. I had to go all the way to downtown because 
my daughter's car had broken down last week. So then I met her last week where she was stranded because that's what a good parent does, right? And um, we called AAA, thanks to our family member that got her AAA. So her car was towed. We think it's great. Turns out somebody stole the catalytic converter, either the AAA person or at the facility that it was sitting at, at the dealership. If you're listening and it was you, shame on you. Shame on you. Yeah. So now, so anyways, long story short, now I'm driving her all the way to work in downtown, which y'all, I don't get out much, especially <laughs> during these rush hours. And I'm like looking at her, I'm like, where are all these people going? She's like, um, work. work? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Anyways. You needed to embrace your inner Jesus I, on that, on that traffic ride. I did. I was like, you know, trying to part the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That'd be awesome on Wade Avenue. Uh-huh. Even St. Mary's right now, all the diversion from Oberlin. But anyway, we <gasps> And digress. you would never get lost because I got lost on the way home because it's changed so much down there since I've yeah. been down there. Yeah. You'd never get lost if you were Jesus. It's true. And if you did, it would be on purpose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get lost in the woods. No, really. Don't follow me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I really want to be alone now. See ya. I uh, love that rest thing though, because mm-hmm. I think as, you know, humans, especially here in America, we look at rest like laziness. Yeah. Like those two words are interchangeable in our dialect. So true. And it's not that, that's not the truth. Facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word. I hadn't said that in a while. I know. We've missed it. Oh. <laughs> um, I think another thing, you know, if we lived like Jesus I feel, well, not only that there would be this sense of calm, right? But I don't even know what that is, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, we would have this incredible, we would know, even if it was just for a day, like we would, we could see through his eyes and Mm. really have the compassion, which I feel like our world is lacking we would have a true compassion for others and we would honor differences and instead of vilify them, Mm -hmm. we would see people and honor the uniqueness, not only of what they look like, but what, how they think. And I know I'm terrible at this some days, Mm. you know? Well, and you would, actually know your value for one day out of your whole life. Jesus never questioned who he was, what he was there for and how important it was and how much God loved him. Yeah. And there was no competition with anyone around because I mean, like he was God, but we wouldn't compete. There would be no competition, but just to imagine that we would get to see through the eyes of, of Jesus, essentially God for the first time man, what a new appreciation we would have. So we know we really can't do that, sadly, on this side of heaven, what we would do that. But what can we do to get ourselves closest to that? Yeah. Oof. Sure does make it hard these days. I say one, get off social media. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to beat that dead horse <laughs> all day I'm going to beat because, that yeah. horse until the day I go to be with Jesus. Because y'all, like, 
Social media went down last week and I thought it was the greatest news that I had ever heard. I was like, I bet there were people though freaking out in the hospital, probably with panic attacks because they could not get on their social media scrolly thing. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, thank you. I don't have to do anything like that today. It made me feel really happy that I could just like check that off my list and not worry about it because it is a stressor for me. And you know what made me happy? Thank (laughs) you for even being our person that does that stuff because y'all know I'm not even on Facebook. Um, (laughs) fake book, fake book, right? I didn't even know that social media had gone down until (laughs) my husband came home and it was at night and I had seen some, um, something in an email, but I didn't even understand it because it was about Facebook and I don't do that at all. Um, and I didn't even know that social media had gone down because I just hate it and I don't do it because it just makes me angry and it makes me. A lot less like Jesus. (laughs) A lot less like Jesus. I mean, it's a problem, people. It's a problem. There's a reason why about every suggestion for depression and comparison and anxiety and blah, blah, blah. One of the solutions is take a break from social media. There's a reason for that. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to step down off my soapbox now. Oh, but why? You run a roll. (laughs) But whoever shut down social media for a day... I think you should do it again in long term. Brilliant. Yes. (laughs) So what are a few takeaways that we can do to emulate living like Jesus a little bit more? Um, And then we have a special announcement. I almost forgot. I know. Well, I think that we could play right into the special announcement because I think the main thing that helps us live more like Jesus is when we are secure mm. in who we are in Jesus and yes. in and in God. When we are truly believing and trusting that we are loved and adored and cherished and equipped and honored and protected. When we believe and just envelop, yes. you know, those truths and take those on for the, for what they are yes. like real and tangible and, and truth, mm-hmm. then it makes it a lot easier. We're more secure in who we are. So it is easier to go out and live like Jesus and to be humble oh. and to put away, you know, con- our, you know, we are more self-controlled. We put away our control that we're trying to do and we're more self-controlled and it, th- our pride diminishes and our humility raises. Mm-hmm. And that is where our announcement comes in. I'm going to drum roll. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we have a new journal. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So excited. I know. Uh, you, it's called insert awesome title here. Right. Because... <laughs> A journal, although we take you through this 12-week journey of the truths of who you are in Christ, Mm -hmm. um, and it's very interactive, and you get to color, and you get to doodle, and you get to write, and you get to pray, and you get to circle, and star, and all these fun things. Um, It's ultimately your journey, which is unique, and to honor that in you and your journey with God and learning these truths, you've got to name it at the end. So I that love it. You will actually write your own title on the cover of your journal when you're completed, when you have completed it. I love this so much because we do a lot of important things in life. And, you know, one of the best days is when you accept Christ as your savior. But I think when you acknowledge what that really means yes. and you figure out who you are, 
man, that's where the unshakable faith starts to come in. It's so true. The confidence. The peace. Yes. The courage. Yes. The strength to keep your number one finger down. (laughs) (laughs) And, And just you in that meeting, like you said, your old self would have looked a lot different in that situation. Right. And wouldn't you agree that, you know, and it says in scripture, we take off our old self and we put on the new. And that is what you've done. Like you've been so deep into scripture and growing in your faith that the way you were able to handle that was a strength and a courage and a compassion and grace that you know is not your own. Oh, we all know it's not my own. (laughs) (laughs) And so the beauty of that. It is just, um, you know, when people say, oh, it's not me, it's God. Or, you know, how are you handling this? Well, only by the grace of God, y'all. It's facts. It is a fact. And we want every single one of you to understand who you are, who God created you to be, and what that gives you. Mm. And we want everyone to feel the amount of peace that we have. Yeah. No longer striving, right? That's right. We work at what we do, but we know at the end of the day, it's not about numbers. It's not about popularity. It's only about Jesus and that we're getting his word out. And just being obedient to what he's called us to do, no matter what it, I mean, you know, we may not want to do it. We may not feel like it's worth doing because like, who are we or is anyone listening? But it's not about that. Like just being, we're listening to the Holy Spirit and being obedient in that gives you a confidence. And trust me, we don't get it right every day or even every minute. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> every hour. Uh, but when you have that foundation, yeah. it, you can so, so quickly harness that back in and rein yourself back into that incredible, truthful foundation of who you are in Christ. So if you are a subscriber to our newsletter through our website, you are already in the drawing. If you have not subscribed to our newsletter, and y'all, I mean, like, we might get four of these out a year. So it's not like you're going to get a bunch of spam. Right. We don't have that capacity. We don't have that capacity. (laughs) Exactly. So if you haven't subscribed, we're going to give you through the end of the week. Go ahead and go to our website, centerinthesaint.com, subscribe to our newsletter, and every subscriber is going to be entered into a drawing. And the first five names that we pick are going to receive a free copy of this journal and it will be signed by both of us. And we are so excited for this, y'all. We, oh my gosh, it's been a fun journey. <laughs> it has been a fun, um, eclectic journey. It has been eclectic and a little stressful sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> but it has been so fun to work through together and with our designer. It's very, it's all in color. Um, yeah, it's every page is full of color and life um, because that's what each of you are just unique and colorful and full of life. And we want you to keep living that way. Another thing, it it is on Amazon and we will put the link on our website as well, but you may want to wait and see if you win the book before you order it. That's right. And we cannot wait to hear about your journey. And oh my gosh, the names of the journeys are going to be so fun. It is going to be awesome in a few weeks or more than a few weeks, but to see what the titles are that keep coming in, um, that you've named your journal and Mm -hmm. your journey with the Lord. So Well, thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you will go out. We hope this has inspired you to go out and try to live like Jesus for the day. See you next time on The Center and the Saint.